Okay, Potejo, can you confirm the reason for this suspension? Because uh, some of us are thinking that it's money. Some of us are saying, but why, why money when they've just been through business rescue? What's going on? Um, thank you very much uh, once again. Let me just uh, clarify this uh, so that uh, people can understand uh, exactly where Comair is and how they led to be where they are today. In 2020, around March, or I think it was April, between April and March, somewhere there, they went into voluntary um, business rescue process. At the time, Comair was uh, led by a lady by the name of Ronel Stander. Um, she's the one who went uh, ahead and implement that uh, business rescue. And uh, since then, there was a COVID in between, but there were a couple of other reasons that actually made them to go that route. Remember, Comair bought uh, 737 MAX mm. um, uh, during, uh, when, before the pandemic. So they took quite a number of uh, um, huge amount of money investing on those. And immediately after they bought those aircrafts, they then, um, uh, those aircrafts were grounded on the basis of the accidents that we know happened between Lion Air and Ethiopian Airline. And, and they could not use those aircrafts uh, uh, as they were hoped to do. And they've ordered about 10 of them at the time. That's a huge amount of money that they've spent on that. Nice. And they further went and, and, and bought the simulator of Airbus A320, which they are not operating. By the way, they are not operating any Airbus in their fleet. And I don't know the logic of uh, them buying that. So these are culmination of things. Then COVID happened. Mm. They were start and, and stop, start and stop uh, after the COVID. And, and, and that didn't really work out for them. Then after that, subsequent to that, there were a number of incidents uh, that happened that led to the CAA take them uh, off uh, or, or suspend their operating license. Uh, on the basis that the, their compliance was, um, safety compliance was mm. very low. Um, and then you had uh, that communication breakdown in between them and the customers where they were not able to be, uh, to be getting their refund and, and so on. So, so there were a couple of other things. And then the, the union said, uh, two unions said they don't think that the management uh, that is on board is able to take the company to the next um, level or it's going to be able to sustain itself going forward. And, and, and I, I, on record, I am on record, I said, I said, and I'm saying it again. Say that it, say it, that they say it. It was the beginning and the end of Comair under Glenn Osman. This man has the has uh, the downfall of one time in his hands. He's got the downfall of Comair in his hands. And I said it, and the union said it as well, that this man is bad news for the airline. He seems so sincere today. You know, I saw him giving, you know, a media briefing there, you know, talking about how he's so devastated because Comair has been in business for 72 years and it's so unfortunate. He seems so sincere and it seemed like Naya, he didn't know what else to do. Because it is uh, the kind of a, a person he is. He thinks that he's on top of things, but he's not. He was advised by his own fellow white, white people. Uh, solidarity told him that you are not good for this business. Step up. I mean, get out of the seats and let the people that knows what to do to deal with this thing. He was told. He was advised. Him being, projecting himself as, oh, I'm sincere. 
Look, we, we, we as, an LIS, mm. as an aviation industry, uh, I must say, we are seriously in trouble going forward. This is, this is, this is a devastation to the, uh, to the industry. Mm. We are not going to see any um, better prices anywhere anymore. Hey. It is the beginning of the disaster after the petrol prices increased yesterday. Oh my uh, people will not be able to drive. People will not be able to fly. So where do we go? We stay home. Okay, so talk to us about this, right? Did the industry see this coming or did it come as a complete shock? Because I didn't, I, it wasn't a complete shock to me because we've seen a number of technical issues in the last couple of months, right? With the flights being turned back, some being grounded. It, it's, been a, it's been a bit of a mess there by Kome. It has been a mess. Actually, on the last interview I had um, with other medias, mm. I told them that uh, the the results of the grounding of Comair, uh, the recent grounding of Comair, mm. will not be felt immediately. It will be felt within six months uh, after the, the, the incidents and after the grounding. It's three months, literally three months, because it happened in March. Mm. Now it's literally three months now. It has happened. It's exactly my prediction, and now it's, it's, it's a reality. Let me tell you, and let me be blind with the listeners that want to fly come air or that loved come air mm. come air it will be difficult to come back to the skies again oh it will goodness. be i don't know they need a divine intervention they need it uh, for them to come back reputation of come air took a serious knock mm. they were running a special yesterday until 2300 hours yes. in the evening offering special to the customers that's thuggery at its best. When you know that five hours later, you, won't you be will able to not fly. be able to, tra- to fly people. Why mm. are you doing that? Yeah. It's a thuggery on its best. We were talking You're about stealing that earlier. from the poor. Mm. You know, it's not, it's not something that you didn't know. The, the management, the, the, the CFO, the financial people were sitting on the board, advising the board, advising management, advising almost everybody within, telling them, about uh, the eminent of the airline not be able to fly again. And yet they continue to run the special. They mm. continue to take money from our, our consumers. They continue to, to behave as if everything is normal. Yeah. Yet there was nothing normal about it. That was wrong. So, so very wrong, very wrong. I completely agree. So the airline, it's, it's communicated that um, their business rescue practitioners are trying to raise the necessary capital to resume operations. You're saying it's going to be very difficult for them to get back into the sky. For you, um, uh, Nati and, and everybody, mm. when you go to the bank and, and, and request them to give you money, Mm. They want the credibility. Mm. Uh, your credibility, you must have a, a credibility to be borrowed money, uh, to be given money. If, if I don't trust you, my, my trust level is very low for you to be able to lend you money, my money. I'm not sure if you're going to retain it. Yeah. They have a record, uh, a safety record in question. Uh, we know. They have a, 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 a record, a poor communication record. For their customers. Customers don't trust them. Nobody trusts Comair when it comes to their communication, when they're going to be grounded. So anybody who wants to fly Comair will ask himself first, will I be able to fly them? Uh, should I book with them? Mm. Now, that is 
that is what we call reputational damage mm. that has already been caused to this brand called Comair. They will not be able to uh, recover from that. And what needs to happen at the moment, even though Glenn was, you saying he was so sincere, mm. I don't know, there's nothing sincere about him because the, he was advised before. He's actually solely responsible for this. He should have stepped down early enough before he was told. Immediately when he was told that, he should have stepped down. Sure. So what needs to happen at the moment is for them to now look at uh, scaling down the operation. Mm. Badly, like literally, they need to scale down operation so much that uh, they only have uh, probably up to less than 10 aircrafts to operate and, and few destinations that they own and start building reputation from there. Okay. But there must be a total shakeup on top right there. Glenn must go, his executive must go, they must get new people on board and change uh, the way they've, run, they've been running business. But in, in terms of the whole business um, that they've been providing, Mm. For the small operators like your MROs and uh, other catering and so on, uh, companies that are out there, it, it's a big blow for the small businesses within industry. Oh, um, the retrenchments are imminent. There's so many people that are going to lose jobs. And we, we, we have been really trying so hard to uh, maintain the industry as a country. But unfortunately, some of these things, they are unavoidable. Okay, so, so Puteko, talk to us about the ripple effect, right, that this might have on the industry. You did mention earlier that, look, we'll never ever see another airline that will offer us the same tickets in terms of price as, as Comair has been offering its clients. What else can we anticipate? Well, uh, with the oil price uh, skyrocketing at the moment, with this uh, Ukraine-Russia uh, um, war taking place at the moment, and 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 with our situation in the country where we know that our our petrol price or fuel price in the country it's, it's uh, unaffordable uh, and so on so we are down with two low cost airline in the country in a form of mango now we are with the kulula, kulula now uh, yeah. yes two low cost uh, are now down uh, so we don't have uh, those two operating. We are now left with uh, literally one because Lyft is only operating Cape Town and Joburg and it's, I don't think I should classify them as a low cost, uh, mm. So, which is the, the, the FlySafe Air. So FlySafe Air is going to be competing with uh, the premium uh, services in a form of AirLink. And now you have an AirLink that is operating as well as uh, FlySafe Air. There will be two. There won't be a third or fourth in a form of Kulula and British Airways. Mm. So the chances of having 40% of market share that uh, uh, British Airways or Comair has been claiming uh, uh, in the country is now going to be shared in between this. And they will be able to manipulate the price the way they want. Meaning that if they want to, if they, they, they want to push up the price to where they would be feeling comfortable, they will do it. Um, and they will do it in, because there's supply and demand mm. and you can't really fault them. So that's why we needed to protect as little as we have on, in the form of Comair as well as SAA. But also SAA have an, an opportunity at the moment to increase capacity and increase the routes locally and bring in more aircrafts on, on board to be able to get uh, those customers that are out there. But at the moment, the way they're operating, if they are going to continue operating uh, like that, they will not have an opportunity also to improve 
on their services and claim that 40% that was left by Comair uh, on the market share. All right. So have they communicated how they are going to be uh, paying back those who booked with them? They did communicate it. They said they are not sure how they are going to, whether people are going to get. In fact, that's what Glenn said, uh, Glenn Osman. He said um, they, 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 are, they, they just don't have money. They, so they don't know if the people will get the refund. Can, can I In tell fact, you what I he was said? at the airport today. Can I tell you what yes. I heard? I heard him saying that they only get money when the flight is in the sky. That's when the airline gets paid. So once the airline gets paid, then they will pay the people. Can I tell you why why he's saying that? Why? He's not sure about uh, he's not sure about whether that will be imminent for them to get back to the skies. Oh. So if it takes them up to if they get liquidated, our people will not get their money. Mm. Then there's not going to be a refund coming back. So so he's playing with weights, but his voice note that he was circulated to us. He he you know, people, I was at a port. People were at the port there trying to rebook them into other, and they were turned away to say, look, we've seized the operation for now, and, and therefore we can't do nothing. There were people that were connecting from other airlines via Kulula as well as British Airways. Hey. They were turned away. They went to South Air, they went to Air Link um, and San Air mm. because there wasn't anybody who can help them uh, at the help desk of the Com Air. It's a mess. It's a mobakaka. It's a mess, mess. Thank you so much, Peter. Here's another Glenn. Peter, some belief. How is that Glenn? You must say his surname because people now are calling me on my forum. What have you done with with Kulula? What have you done with British Airways? Some belief, boss. Kimo Deep House. Where are we? We dalla music. Like a grandi message, Glenn. Go to go to Wednesday. You touch my le British Airways. You come here. I'm in a plane. <laughs> you promise people specials and then you didn't deliver. And then you don't deliver. Hey, hey, hey. thank you so much. Hey, thank you so much for your time, Putejo, and clarifying things for, for us. Hopefully people will get their money back or at least we'll see, you know, come back in the sky soon. Maybe. Let's cross fingers. Maybe, perhaps. But again... Yeah, we need to be optimistic about this. Yeah. Getting your refund, uh, I don't want to lie. Our listeners need to just forget about it. Forget about it. Thank you so much, Putejo. Enjoy your Wednesday. Thank you and have a lovely one. Thank you. That's Putejo Mujapile. He's our aviation expert. He was spitting fire. Yeah, Do you was. know to spit fire? Yeah. Spitting fire. And on he that was told by in. his own people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised that Afri Forum didn't come on board. Hey, man. Yeah. Wow, man. Uh, Putejo speaking there about Comair suspending British Airways and Kulula flights. They say until further notice. Putejo says uh, he There's doubts no they'll notice. come back. Yeah. yeah.